The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers, featuring Breitbart Talks on Talk 94.5. All right, and joining us right now, as I've been advertising, Breitbart News Finance and Economics Editor John Carney is here. Good morning, John. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, joining us. Tell us a little bit more uh, before we get on to talk about the Biden impression, which we've been talking about all morning long. Can you tell us about this Breitbart Business Digest? Yes. Um, It's our daily um, free newsletter that comes out and explains everything going on in the economy, in economic policy out of this administration, in finance and in business. Uh, you can go to the website, Breitbart.com, subscribe to it. You'll get it every evening. And I really try to bring a little bit of extra insight into this that you won't just get from the daily turn of news, but something that really wraps it all together and explains what it means. So if you're looking for that, subscribe to the Breitbart Business Digest. All right. Sounds good, uh, John. I'm already a subscriber of that and every newsletter you guys offer. So um, thank you for that. I wanted to ask you a a question because we live in the Myrtle Beach area here and we are known as being one of the fastest growing metropolitan areas, you know, in, in this this area that we have that comes from Wilmington down to Georgetown and, you know, out to Florence area. We're known as being like, you know, home building is like gangbusters here and everything. Um, But there is a little foot off the gas a little bit on home sales right now in this area. But I think it's a lot larger across the nation. Can you give us that? Because that is a real clear indicator of like the, the temperature of what's going on in the economy in many cases. That's right. Um, home building is a huge driver for the economy. It employs a lot of people directly. I mean, it takes a lot of people of various skill levels to build a home. And you get a lot of sort of add-ons to every time a home is built. People have to buy appliances, furniture, all the stuff that goes into a home. So it's a big economic driver. And it is cooled dramatically. We saw this in the June report. Uh, it's a month late. I'm sorry about that, but that's just the way economic statistics work. Uh, The June report for new home sales, it was expected to be somewhere around a $650,000 annual pace of homes being uh, sold. Instead, we got $590,000, which is much less um, than anybody thought was uh, coming in. And we're probably going to see the uh, market for both new homes and existing homes cool even further Because the Fed is raising interest rates. Mortgage rates are about 5.5% right now uh, for a 30-year fixed mortgage. A year ago, they were half of that. So Mm -hmm. we're seeing the the real estate market cool off pretty dramatically, and it's going to get even colder as the months go on. Yeah, we were talking about consumer confidence and what does it actually mean? And I was thinking how I felt today as compared to, let's say, pre-pandemic and then the middle of the pandemic and then now. Um, you know, I, I mean, in 2020, we had we were lucky enough to live in a state that wasn't uh, locked down like some of the other states. So uh, we saw our, our economy keep chugging. But uh, what I was fearful was, you know, waiting for the other shoe to drop. I didn't know what was going to happen. But then we felt confident again. Uh, But now the cost of living is so high and it's impacting so many people in 
you know, in in every aspect of their lives. And they're going to start letting go of those luxury items that, you know, that they were that they were purchasing, you know, you know, going out to eat and maybe a gym membership, you know, things like that. That's right. People, when people need to spend so much on the necessities, you don't really have a choice whether you're going to fill up your car with gasoline to get to work. You've got to do that. You've got to buy food. You can downgrade the quality of food Mm -hmm. that you're buying, um, but you, or you can, you know, sort of economize by much bigger uh, amounts, but you can't really do anything about uh, to bring down those costs. So what do you do? You economize elsewhere. And we're seeing that Walmart reported that people are buying a lot less clothes than than Walmart thought they would. Mm -hmm. Walmart has too much inventory. They, we learned this already. They had too much inventory, both target Walmart, all the big retailers, frankly, uh, of big ticket items, you know, with, with, appliances, that sort of thing. Now we're learning that they have too much inventory of smaller ticket items of clothing because people don't are basically have been stretched thin by this inflation. Mm-hmm. And so they're in retreat from buying a lot of these items where they can. We're speaking with uh, Breitbart News' financial and economics editor, John Carney. John, uh, you know, I I had seen that report about Walmart, and they said they were going to start cutting prices on the things that they have a high profit margin on uh, to try and move inventory. That was the report I heard this morning. Um, For for all the indicators that you see, uh, do you see us literally in a recession right now or, you know, it started months ago or it's in the future. And also, um, I wanted to talk to you, talk hear more about uh, the fact that the definition of inflation, the definition of recession, it seems like they're trying to change the rules, like they changed the mm-hmm. definition of vaccine and vaccination, you know, to fit whatever is uh, fits their narrative. They're doing it with inflation and recession. But Breitbart um, pretty much has their finger on that. Can you explain that to us? Sure. Um, there, there is no fixed definition of a recession. Um, there are rules of thumb that people have used for a long time. Uh, we've regarded the idea that if you have two consecutive contractions in the economy, meaning the economy shrinks for two quarters in a row, then that could be a recession. And a lot of countries, that's sort of the guideline. We have in the United States something called the National Bureau of Economic Research. It's a private organization that in the 1970s began doing this committee called the Recession Dating Committee, where they say, okay, they looked back at history and they tried to date when all the past recessions occurred. And now as we move forward in time, they also declare recessions. But they have a very vague definition of what a recession is. It's sort of, you know, it really comes down to we know it when we see it. Mm -hmm. And it's always very late. So back in 2008, when we had the financial crisis, they actually, in December of 2008, declared that a recession had begun in December of 2007. So we went through all of 2008 in a recession but not one that had been officially declared. Hmm. So what I would tell people is, yeah, when the Biden administration says, well, it's not a recession until the NBER says it's a recession. Yeah, they're not going to say that for quite a long time, unless something very dramatic happens. 
the question of whether we're in a recession now is interesting. We did contract in the first quarter of this year. The economy shrank at a 1.6% rate. We're probably contracting again right now. So that's two quarters. So rule of thumb recession, yes, but it's a weird recession because the unemployment rate is at 3.6%. Home prices are up 20% compared to a year ago. That's really unusual to have almost no uptick in employment when you're in a recession. So I I, want to just say, I don't think we should argue the technical definitions of a recession. The main point is, look at consumer confidence. The economy is not doing well. People do not feel good about the economy, even though unemployment is low. As I say in the Breitbart business, digest every night. Uh, Everybody has a job, but nobody's happy right now. Uh, And you can see that, you know, all through the economy, just what we were talking about, people giving up on shopping. They don't feel like their jobs are working out as well as they should. And so, yeah, it feels like a recession, whether or not it meets somebody's technical definition or not. But the Biden administration doesn't want us to think we are in a recession. So what are they doing to try and gaslight us out of that? You know, they're saying, no, no, (laughs) this is not really happening. This is happening. Look here. Right. I think they are actually engaging in a very foolish tactic, even from their point of view. They tried this with inflation. Remember a year ago, uh, they were saying, no, there's no real inflation happening. Then they moved on to it's going to be transitory. Mm -hmm. They said it was just a few things. They said there would be silver linings. They fought it all the way until it just became undeniable. And now they say, yes, there's inflation and we're going to you know, try to do something about it, but they're not really doing anything about it. So they're doing the same mistake, the same playbook with recession. They're saying, no, it's not happening. I think they're going to look back and realize telling people that they're imagining the economic pain that they're feeling is extremely unwise. People know their own financial and economic circumstances. So when you try to tell them, no, no, everything's okay. You just sound like you're badly out of touch or mm-hmm. trying to pull the wool over somebody's eyes. It's I, I don't think it's going to work just like it didn't work with place. We're speaking with John Carney. And, and the last thing I just wanted to say, John, was the um, recent video that was released on the Twitter for POTUS. Um, about the economy, and they're talking about the gas prices coming down and um, all these other things about how they put more oil on the market to bring prices down. We have more to do. You know, we're at a 40-year low with, I don't think, unemployment. Um, What did you think about this new report that the administration is touting um, about the economy and lower gas prices? So gas prices are lower, uh, mostly nothing to do with what the Biden administration has done. They have poured a lot of oil out of the strategic petroleum reserves, basically flooded the market with as much as they could pump out as possible. But really what's, what's, what's brought down the price of oil has been China locking down cities, which lowers the demand for oil, and the fear of recession both in Europe and in the U.S., Obviously, when you have an economy that is contracting, you're using less energy, and that's really feeding into the price of oil. That's brought it down. But they are right. The price of oil is down. Uh, The price of gasoline is down. That helps people. But I will say it actually probably hurts them on the inflation front 
because we saw Walmart saying people are spending so much on gasoline that they're spending less on apparel. Well, guess what happens if gasoline prices go down? They'll spend more on apparel, and that will actually feed inflation in other parts of the economy. Mm, that's interesting. Um, and any other um, any other tidbits you want to share with us about the economy, or or something we can find, John, in an upcoming article on Breitbart? Yes, today is one of the most exciting days of Ooh. an economics reporter's life because it's Fed Day. The Federal Reserve is meeting today. They're going to announce an interest rate hike. The uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell will hold a press conference and where he, by the way, I just want to point out something very interesting about that. Fed chairs never used to hold press conferences. Huh. They used to be very confusing. Uh, Bernanke began them. Yellen did them. Bernanke and Yellen used to do them sitting down at a desk, kind of like a professorial type of yeah. atmosphere. Uh, Powell changed that, and I think he's made himself much more political by his change. He now stands at a podium like an elected official, huh. and he and, and he answers the questions of the press who are actually sitting down, just like in the White House press conference. I think this has changed the way the Fed is perceived. We're going to see that again today. They're going to raise interest rates. Everybody knows that. The question is how much. The betting line is 75 basis points. That's three wow. quarters of a percentage point. That's a lot. That's probably too little. Oh. They need to do more if they're going to get serious about fighting inflation. Mm-hmm. But 75 is a lot. And it, until last, until the last meeting in June, they had never hiked by 75 basis points since 1994. Yeah. So you had to go a long way back. And uh, But we're going to get another one of those, most likely, today. All right. John Carney, finger on the pulse. The Breitbart News Finance and Economics Editor. Go on to Breitbart.com and sign up for that Breitbart Business Digest. I get it in my email every single day. It makes sense of what's going on. And, uh, John, we always appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.